0: You're listening to Super Manager, the podcast for people who manage people and business with ideas, trends, and expert interviews to help you be a super manager. So today's topic is gonna be
1: department onboarding, not just onboarding for the company, but for the department. I am Samantha Nays with CN Video. We do corporate video production. And I have with me my group of super friends.
0: Victoria Wars, go by Vicki, Wars Consulting, a human resources consultancy.
2: Sally Bowles, Prefix Technologies. We work with small and medium-sized
3: businesses to alleviate the headaches and financial risk associated with technology. Natalie Meyer, President of Who Pays. We advocate for your company, your employees, HR, and your brokers.
1: I was listening to, I don't remember what it was, it was a a daily video that I watch on business or having a conversation with someone, and they mentioned that a lot of companies have like mission, vision, values for the organization, mm-hmm. and you've got onboarding for the organization, they were actually recommending that each department have a mission, vision, and values for that individual department. Mm-hmm. And I got to thinking about it, and I thought, that actually is kind of true. The larger organizations that i work worked for, like back when I used to work at Washington University, I was in computing and communications, and it's almost like the organization is a community and the department is a small business within the community. They kind of have their own set of rules. A lot of organizations work that way. The department is kind of its own entity Mm -hmm. and we've been doing some department onboarding which I feel is as important if not more than onboarding for the entire organization. These are the people that you're going to be working closely with and what your department is responsible for. Absolutely.
3: Yeah, and I think each department has their own set of things to focus on at all times, you know, and especially when you break down something, if you're in the IT department, you're going to have a whole different set of values and things that you need to follow through on versus the HR person or sales.
0: One of the things I've discovered, especially in being consulting for as long as I have, companies have various attitudes toward new employees what kind of information you know mm-hmm. all the way from let them find out for themselves mm-hmm. to uh that's when, the way
1: they did it when i started
0: when yeah, i entered well, the workforce I mean, a lot it's of like large
1: companies do that
0: well Small it's, companies it's, it's do, almost I think. it's almost like it's that part of their Trial by fire. If they Agreed. make it on the other end and they find out for themselves all these wonderful things, then, oh, God, they made it. If not, then they, you know, they, you know, they did not pass the gauntlet. So the issue in many companies that I've been involved in is, number one, most of my clients don't have the money for having separate orientations or onboarding. Number two, most of my clients are family-owned with a single owner. And in reality, they really don't value that HR piece. Or sure. mm-hmm. HR has lost the trust.
1: I would think the level of turnover now would make it a little bit more important.
0: Because back when it, it was trial by fire. With a sledgehammer, on, uh, you know, <laughs> okay? It's beyond me how employers especially those that are entrepreneurial, that are family-owned, don't take in consideration the cost of the human factor within Mm -hmm. their organization. Well,
2: turnover is very expensive, but I think in the right fit that people do value their employees and they don't want them to leave in a year. And I think people are willing to sit down and explain expectations and protocol and get you with maybe even a buddy in that department yeah. to get you oriented. I know that years ago they thought onboarding was telling you about how to sign up for a retirement plan or health insurance. <laughs> and then Which they it would, kind of
1: is. Still, right but, but I mean yeah.
2: you would you would do that as a whole regardless of how many different right. departments were represented and then they sent you to your new department
1: and you were kind of on your own to figure it out. But the amount of time right. that it saves I mean talk about hitting the ground running. When mm-hmm. you enter there's two things that kinda come to my mind. One is a trend that I've been seeing and I don't know if the rest of you are seeing it, but the the new employees entering the workforce right now, their stress levels are extremely high. They are in serious debt from college. Yes. They're going through culture shock, going from an environment where they can do no wrong and they receive awards for everything they do yes. right or wrong to being in a workforce where they're being paid to do a job. And they have to adhere to certain standards and rules. And so it seems like it's a little bit more stressful now than it was way back when, when we got tossed into the deep end and just had to figure out how to swim. And then the second thing is because people don't stay at the job as long, you want to get them going mm-hmm. sooner. You, you sure. don't want to it's spend a, six want, months of them want figuring out. You oh, to no. the
0: attenuation, the attenuation exactly. time from the time they hit the door to they are productive, you, right. want, you need to shorten right. that. If exactly. they're only gonna be around for a couple of years, you
1: want at least most of that to be productive
0: time. Well, but one of the things, and part of it is, from an HR perspective, everyone today feels they can do the function. You go into what do you companies, in. companies- What you in HR employees? In HR, mm. people who are not trained in the legal aspects mm. of human mm. resources, People who are not trained just in interviewing, just in investigating, mm-hmm. just in documentation, just in how you pay people.
1: So well, you mean HR people need orientation into their departments as well as my, well, regular yeah, employees? Well, yeah, but I mean
0: the whole idea <laughs> is is that HR is now a function. It's an accounting function that reports to finance, and that is an absolute shame.
3: And it's hard, I think, for all the HR people, because especially if they've been in the HR world for a long time, with all the changes and all the technology being incorporated, and then beyond that, you also have all the changes with healthcare, which that's the second biggest cost to any company usually these days oh, after yeah. its payroll is healthcare, And now the HR person is in charge of this huge cost for the company and they may or may not have been taught all these things and they they have all this responsibility on their shoulders. The HR
0: person is usually a glorified administrator and that is when my heart gets cut out. Well, I I mean, it's hard.
3: They're being asked in put all this stuff on them. they don't know it. And they haven't been trained the right way and it's not their fault. And that's in a big organization, maybe even a small organization, they don't even have an HR person,
1: so. What's interesting about what you two are saying is that when I started specializing in onboarding on video orientation programs, I thought human resources were gonna be my target market, they were gonna be my (laughs) target audience, people that I dealt with. The department orientation that I do, and even on a corporate level, it's typically management that reaches out to me, not human resources. Mm-hmm. It's a department manager that says it would be really beneficial for my team mm-hmm. if they understood. So they're, they're recognizing the problem and then mm-hmm. dealing with it themselves and just making it mm-hmm. a part of their budget. And Well,
0: because human resources is too busy with benefits and payroll, yeah. which I believe HR should not have payroll because of phantom payrolls
3: exactly and i can't even tell you the number of times in the benefits world we've gone to do something and meet with someone in hr and they've all of a sudden said oh you know we had a payroll snafu or payrolls due." and i mean obviously you got to get that out first because if people are you know but then i think it's honestly taking away their time to do all these other things that hr is supposed to do because April happens weekly or biweekly or however there's a setup, and that's something that's... Well, it's not only like that, it's all the reports that go with it now. Exactly. Getting back to where we were earlier
0: about the HR function, as far as onboarding and our, our topic, as far as the department onboarding, mm-hmm. uh, HR should work with each department, at least help them put together an agenda, okay? Mm-hmm. So that when they receive a new person into their midst, so to speak, at least the HR group has given them, say, let me give you some guideposts, so they at least know where to begin. But if
1: the HR person has other responsibilities and doesn't have time, then it's really up to the department manager to do it. You know, right. Just, well, then they, they need just need, just need to call to that to HR person,
0: Accountant 1 or Accountant 2, be <laughs> done with it, you know, because HR is the individual's the go-to person for staffing and developing mm-hmm. your your people in retention program and we're talking from the first day retention programs absolutely cuz the turnover is just too costly right these it, days. And, and the best day during an employee's employment the very best day that they will ever have is their first day of employment. <laughs> oh, I don't it about is that. A downhill from there, <laughs> we, you tell we me. We have a little
1: disagreement in the panel on that one. Yeah, Well,
0: right. you tell me. A first day you can be tough.
1: So, a first day can be tough. I mean, they nervous. But you've got nervous. all the promise
0: that they've told you. We've got advancement, we've got promotion, we've got increases, and then sets in. But it's the responsibility to perform. Sets in.
1: What I'm hearing is they come in for their first day, and they want to perform, they want to do good, and it's extremely stressful. And I've had people cry, mm. you know, just because they're afraid that they're not going to be able to do well. I've had people tell me after the fact how stressful their first week of work was just because I they, were, they weren't prepared for it. They didn't know what to expect, they didn't know. And, and granted, th- these are people that are right out of college and this is their first full-time position and it can be very stressful, but that's a common situation.
3: I think what you're saying, though, is if onboarding is done the right way, right? Then your first day probably is maybe one of your best days oh, because yes. your day, you know, it's right. kind of like your first day of school. You're filling out everything. You're doing. You're getting set up. And if the company is set up the right way, that they have all those pieces in place for you to just okay, we need you to do this. We need you to do this right. You know, I think it's that the it's, promise of their future. It's uh, does a lot of things, and you know, I think that's where you could say it's their best one. However, on the flip side, if it's a company that doesn't have their stuff together. That first day could be very exhausting because you're just looking around like, who's going to tell me what to do? I do either way. know, where's a where do I get a pen? Where do I? What do I just start yeah. on? You know, yeah. like I yeah. think it's one. What I'm, am I supposed to be doing?
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think one of the things that we do a little bit of, but could do more of, is we try to send that information before their first day. So, like, little videos about mm-hmm. what to expect on your first day and messages about, you know, when you get here, here's where you're going to park. And kind of try is, to familiarize them with the environment a little bit before they even get here so that they don't, you know, walk good, in though. with that anxiety. No, that's a I good idea. I, just, I don't think most people yeah. get that. You're, you're
0: such a proactive <laughs> individual. You know, you're on it, Let the record Sam. show I'm blushing. <laughs> well,
3: I will mean, say the young generations, they don't even know, I mean, in anybody, regardless, they don't right. know what to ask right away you know if they haven't had a job they don't even know to ask where do I park what am I supposed to wear what time right. do I need to be here what what's the deal with a, a lunch what's you know they don't know how no. to even well, ask you know, the questions because there.
0: I fault our colleges and universities I do that, too I do, too. Oh, I do, too. Oh, I do too. agree to, to agree. prepare young young they people they don't prepare them and no. they're just very basic well they got all of the statistics they got all of this methodology all of this philosophy toward whatever they're majoring in
1: and right. here's how to do a certain job but not here's how to function yeah. in the real world. Yeah
3: right and even I think and I think internships are one of the best things but at the same time they may not you know really paint an accurate picture of what you'll be doing because very few people I it don't think. It depends on the internship. I was gonna say
1: if it, you're getting coffee and fetching lunch and just kind of watching
3: maybe a little bit helpful. Mm-hmm. If it works out I think that's the best way for people to have an understanding, but I do think they should teach more life onboarding classes maybe at school, yeah, yeah. so that way when people go into buying a house, getting a, a job, yeah, all these yeah. things, people have an idea of and what and to hey, expect. Hey, here's
0: the opportunity, you know, hey universities, I'm here to come in and teach your seniors what's going to be coming along, right. <laughs> you know, right. I, it's, it's like, I love young people, I really do, they, they are just wonderful And, and they're just, they're just so bright and shiny, you know, (laughs) they're not tarnished yet. Okay. And you can, if you get a hold of them early on with all of that new knowledge, all of that promise that's there, then you can set them on a course for success
3: Agreed.
0: and you can sit back and, and then just kind of watch them. Get their wings and fly. It's it's a trip, really. Is but to do
2: that, that young person needs a mentor, somebody at that oh, company yes. well, that or is well,
1: some proper onboarding. Well. They need other than here's the organization, here's what we do, here's lunch yeah. breaks the, are, and I mean they do need that information, but they need a little bit more about what to expect. And we had I don't remember what the discussion was, but we did a podcast last month where we were talking about, it might have been about benefits or creating a positive work environment, and somebody, it might have been Rod or Rick, I'm not sure, brought up the point of, well, it depends on what department they're in, Mm -hmm. because your marketing department is going to want something different as far as benefits than your IT department, than administrative. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the same thing with when you're starting the job. You can talk about company culture, and you can familiarize someone with the culture of the company, but it's going to vary by department. Oh, yes.
2: absolutely. Very much so. And vary by manager. That's yeah. Nice. Yeah. That was good. yeah, yeah. Yep. And coworkers yeah. and things yeah. of that sort. Yeah. You know, right. Well, and
1: responsibilities and how what you do fits into the grand scheme of things and, and all of that.
2: And I think big companies often forget that piece. Yeah. This is your department, but this is how your department affects the big right. the big picture. Right.
0: And, and people coming in, young or old, they need to understand how their department impacts other departments. Agreed. Well, yeah. You and need they, to
2: know how your department mm-hmm. contributes to everybody else I mean, and where to go, how we
1: work with other departments. You know, even. I always say you have to focus on the detail of what your responsibility is. You have to focus on what you're doing and do mm-hmm. the best job you can at it. But you have to understand the big picture and how that fits into how the product ends up affecting the consumer or the business as a whole. Absolutely.
3: I think that's something that I think in the bigger organizations is where the, the problem comes in sometimes, too, because people get so set on this is your task, this is your task, this is your task, and then there's not as much... More, more siloed. Mm-hmm. It is, mm-hmm. and then it gets more into your department, and no one's sitting there ever saying, hey, here's the bigger picture, which I think would in turn make everyone a better employee because they could then say... Yeah. Okay, and they could be more.
1: You don't have to know the details of what everyone no. else does, but you no. have to kind of have some level of familiarity in how what you do affects them and vice versa. Exactly
3: it allows yeah. people to think more proactively and maybe solve a problem that you didn't even know that was the company had. But if someone knows how, okay, this is how this is well, my department. This, this
0: is an area again. It gets into the aspect of organizational development. Mm-hmm. Okay? and from an organ- OD, it's not overdose, but OD <laughs> standpoint. Understanding who, who you're dealing with on your teams and how do you engage them into the process. It's dealing with assessments and understanding the employees that are involved and the manager that is managing those. But if you don't know that information, you're just, you haven't understood what the requirements are of your department, you're going to miss a lot. I think that's
2: probably one of the biggest issues with onboarding, though. If somebody comes on, they're excited, they're mm-hmm. nervous, they're stressed.
0: Mm-hmm. And you don't and know what you're dealing with.
2: No, but also is somebody in that department, whether it be a new co-worker or your manager, going through expectations. This is why we do what we do. Right. And mm-hmm. bring them on and make them feel part of the team right away. Right. Versus sitting in an office by yourself wondering, trying what, to figure out. out what to do looking for your what, next job yeah
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and i know no, You'd no. Be surprised. i would not be surprised at all and i think with how fast business is moving right now companies get excited they want to bring on someone new they say okay we're gonna make this higher but everyone is so busy that it's hard for people to even have the time to stop and train well, it's, this a, person. It's, a lean,
0: it's a lean organization they don't right they don't allow, but, but if you time, don't, you're, you're, gonna, you're just going to continue to
2: have
1: high
3: turnover. turnover. That's exactly. Where, that's
1: where we come in.
3: Yeah. That's right. That is <laughs> with, where with you come video, in. With that the is onboarding. You're right.
0: Does anybody have an onboarding horror story? Oh, yeah. First day, I got someone to a new manager and by the end of the week they said well I thought you were bringing me a new employee I did they've been sitting there for a week the
1: manager oh, no. didn't know the employee no, was there that's oh, terrible
0: what well, was the How person
1: doing do the whole week
2: <laughs> looking for a new job <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> exactly. I think my
2: worst horror story is um, my entire onboarding took 10 minutes 10 minutes and that
0: included all the signatures mm-hmm. okay
2: mm-hmm. Wow. Told, told I could read the employee manual at my leisure There's your desk.
1: (laughs) And there's the manual.
2: Talk about feeling unwelcome.
1: How long did you stay at that organization? Not
2: very long. Yeah.
1: If you're interested in some department onboarding or orientation video, contact me at CN Video at 314-843-3663. That's 314-VIDEO-ME.
0: Thanks for listening to Super Manager by CN Video Production. Visit our website at cn-video.com for additional episodes and lots of Super Manager resources or give us a call
3: at 314-VIDEO-ME.